Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker. And if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. I don't know about you, but I have loved our time learning about David. There is still so much more to learn. Are you ready to find out what happens to David today? I am too. In our last episode, we learned that King Saul listened to the lies of Satan and allowed jealousy and hatred to fill his heart. Saul was afraid of the Spirit of God living inside of David. Saul's jealousy and hatred became so great that the day finally came when Saul said to his son Jonathan and all of his attendants, kill David. Oh dear, do you remember that David and Jonathan were best friends? Jonathan had vowed to protect and defend David. He had made a covenant with him, and now his very own father was telling him to kill his best friend? What would Jonathan do? Jonathan loved David like a brother and was very fond of him, so he immediately went to David and warned him. He said, My father Saul is looking for a chance to kill you. Be on your guard tomorrow morning. Go into hiding and stay there. I will go out and stand with my father in the field where you are hiding. I'll speak to my father about you, and I will tell you what I find out. So the next morning Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father, and said to him, Let not the king do wrong to his servant David. He has not wronged you. And what he has done has benefited you greatly. He took his life in his hands when he killed the Philistine Goliath. The Lord won a great victory for all Israel, and you saw it and were glad. Why then would you do wrong to an innocent man like David by killing him for no reason? This was a very brave thing of Jonathan to say to his father. His father was the king, and the king in those days could do whatever he wanted, even have a man killed. For Jonathan to speak up to his father to try and protect David took great courage. He was very respectful of his father, even though he knew he was wrong. Saul listened to his son Jonathan and took an oath. Do you know what an oath is? An oath is a promise. Saul said, As surely as the Lord lives, David will not be put to death. So Jonathan called David and told him the whole conversation, and he brought him to Saul, and David was with Saul as before. And it appeared that everything went back to normal, that everything would be fine. But would it? Would Saul keep his promise to not put David to death? The days went by, and once again war broke out, and David went out and fought against those pesky Philistines. He struck them with such force that they fled before him. He was mighty in battle because the Lord was with him and gave him the victory again and again. Now what do you think King Saul will think about this? If you and I know King Saul by now, we can probably guess what is going to happen. Sure enough, Satan continued to speak lies to Saul, and Saul's jealousy over David grew and grew and grew, until an evil spirit came upon Saul as he was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand. 
And as he was sitting there, he was thinking about all the ways he was jealous of David, all the ways he hated David, when instead he should have been thinking about how blessed he was to be king and how blessed he was to have a man like David fighting for him. That's what happens when we listen to the lies of Satan. He will twist the truth so we don't see things clearly as we should. While David was playing his harp, suddenly Saul stood up and threw the spear right towards David and tried to pin him to the wall. But once again, David ducked and eluded him as Saul drove the spear into the wall. This time, David knew he was no longer safe in King Saul's presence. And that night, David made plans to escape. Saul sent men to David's house to watch it and kill him in the morning. But Michael, David's wife, warned him. She said, if you don't run for your life tonight, tomorrow you'll be killed. So Michael let David down through a window and he fled and escaped. Then Michael took an idol and laid it on the bed, covering it with a garment and putting some goat's hair at the head to make it look like David was sleeping under the covers. Now let's stop here for just a minute. I know you might be thinking, Michael had an idol in her house? I'm very sad to say that many Israelites had idols in their homes, even though God had told them that they were to have no other gods before him. They had wanted to be like all of the other nations around them. And one of the ways they were like the other nations is that they started worshiping idols like the other nations. When Saul sent his men to capture David, Michael said, he is sick. He can't get out of bed. Then Saul sent the men back to see David and told them, bring him up to me in his bed if you have to, so that I may kill him. But when the men entered the house, there in the bed, they saw the idol, and at the head of the idol was the goat's hair. Now all this time, David was making his escape. But where would he go? To whom could he run for safety? If he went home, Saul would surely find him there. David went to the one person in the world he could trust. Do you know who David ran to? Samuel. Remember Samuel? Samuel was Hannah's son. He grew up in the temple under Eli. Samuel had heard the voice of the Lord, and he was a prophet to the people of Israel. Samuel was the one who anointed David at his father's home in Bethlehem. David knew he could trust Samuel, so he went to Samuel at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. But word travels quickly, and Saul soon found out where David was, so he sent men to capture him. But something interesting happened when the men came to capture David. The power of God was strong on Samuel. Samuel had followed the Lord all of his life. And while David and Saul had been fighting the Philistines, Samuel had been training other young men to hear and know the voice of the Lord. When Saul's men came up to capture David, they saw this group of men, these prophets, praising and worshiping and prophesying unto the Lord and Samuel was standing there as their leader. The presence of God was so strong there that the Spirit of God came upon Saul's men and suddenly they started prophesying and worshiping and praising God. Well, when Saul heard about this, he sent more men. And do you know what happened to those men? As soon as they arrived, they started prophesying and worshiping and praising God. Saul sent men a third time to capture David, and can you guess what happened? 
That's right. They also came under the power of God and began prophesying and praising and worshiping God. David was protected under the power of God and no man could touch him. Dear True Seekers, what do we learn from today's story? What can we learn from the life of Saul and David? There are two very different responses that we see in the life of David and Saul to God. King Saul had every opportunity to be humble and give his heart to God as David did, but he chose not to. David was not perfect, but David chose to humble himself and give God all of his heart. I'm sure it was very hard for David to understand what was happening to him. Have you ever looked around and wondered why bad things seem to be happening to you? God had anointed David to be the next king, but he had not promised him it would be easy. David had to run for his life from a man he had loved and served. David had been a faithful servant to King Saul. He had done nothing wrong, and yet here he was running for his life. He might have thought, why is this happening to me, God? Why are you letting this happen? I haven't done anything wrong. Sometimes things happen to us in this life that we don't understand, and it's not because we have done anything wrong, and it's not because God doesn't love us anymore. David's faith would be tested greatly during this time. James chapter 1 verse 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. Joy? But how can that be? How can I have joy when I am walking through hard times? Friends, if you have Jesus living inside of you, that's all you need to help you get through hard days and rough times. He is the source of your joy. There are many people all over the world living in hard and painful circumstances, but Jesus has promised that he will never leave us or forsake us. No matter what you are going through, you can trust that God is with you and he will use you and use your hard times to help you grow and bear fruit for his glory. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Samuel chapter 19. Be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode as we learn what happens to David next. Do you think he will ever be able to go back to King Saul? How long will he have to hide and run from King Saul? Will David ever be king himself? You'll just have to listen to find out. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we come to you today and ask you to help us and give us more faith as we walk through hard days and difficult times. You have promised those who believe in you that you will always be with us, even in our pain and our hurt. You did not promise us that life would be easy. In fact, it is downright hard sometimes. But protect our hearts from bitterness and anger so that we would not become like Saul. Help us to trust that you are good and you are for us even when we have bad days. Help us to be like James and count it joy when we face trials because you use hard times to help us grow and look more like you. Amen. I want to thank you again for your reviews and feedback for the podcast. Thank you to Jukebox who said, We listen to True Seekers in the car and my boys really like it. They are four and six. They even request to listen to it. The teaching is straight from the Bible and the comments are age appropriate and thoughtful. Also encouraging, reaching the hearts of children. Thank you so much for that. And also, I loved hearing from Sadie Emma Ben. She said, Hi, I'm nine years old and I love this podcast. It's fun and I love that it's straight from the Bible. 
I'd also like to give a big shout out to Mrs. Tross fifth grade class at St. Paul School in Merced, California. I'm so excited that you guys are listening and I pray that it's a blessing to your Bible time at school. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for joining me and I look forward to our time together next week.